0: King me baby
1: King me (laughs) Hey Yeah Episode, is it recording? It is recording King me Episode 2 Yeah We took on the behemoth Yeah This, This week Salem's Lot Oh more like Salem's A Lot. That was the only note I took down <laughs> in the three and a half hours it took to watch this movie. Welcome to King Me. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And this week, we're discussing Salem's Lot, yeah. which, as I stated
0: previously, is more like Salem's A Lot. Jesus Christ. Hold Salem's Lot, 1979, directed by Toby Hooper.
1: Wait. Why do I know that name?
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre's yeah. Toby Hooper.
1: Yeah, yeah. What? That's so weird because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a terse, <laughs> uh, well-paced, yeah, well-executed movie. I would say Poltergeist's
0: Toby Hooper.
1: <laughs> he directed Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh my god, he was the king for a minute. He was kinging. Wow. Straight kinging. Wow. That's great. King Him. <laughs> so, Salem's Lot, uh 1979, you said. Yeah, mini series. Origi- originally aired as a mini series. Do we know how many parts or did we not d- tackle that research? I I don't know. It was a solid what is it? It was over 3 hours, right? Yeah, we spent uh, <laughs> we spent a lot of the downtime and there is a lot of downtime while you're watching this mini series. Uh we spent a lot of that time trying to break it down into parts like based on the arcs. Yeah. Within it, and there aren't really any. It's completely. uh, uh, You can't tell. You can't tell where it breaks. It's like if if you were to break it into like a Freytag's pyramid, it would be a flat line, and there then there'd be a little blip at
0: the end when they win. Yeah, (laughs) I'm on uh, their IMDb page right now, and it says there are four different runtimes. All right, there's one twelve. Okay, which is totally reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. All right. 107, which I like even more, Ooh. that's the theatrical run. Ooh, I like that. I'm There's wondering. the uncut version, which is one we must have watched, <sighs> which is 184 minutes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, sounds, about that right. sounds about right. That sounds about right. That feels like what happened to me.
1: <laughs> that was... Well, yeah. Didn't we say it feels like they didn't cut anything out of it? Leave I, it all in. <laughs> all of it. It's all good. There's...
0: It felt like the... I don't know. Like it seemed like uh may, they were probably going to release it as a movie and, you know, for whatever reasons they, you know, they filmed a lot and maybe they, like you do. Right. So maybe it, it was just like one of those things where they're like maybe it should be a mini series like while they're making it. Oh. While they're in production like we have a lot here. Maybe we should go bigger. There's a lot we have to
1: keep like um just nothing. There's a lot of nothing. Like that whole tangent about Fred Willard sleeping with uh, yeah, Farmer John's wife.
0: Yeah. So, okay. This movie stars David's soul. And when you say stars, first of all,
1: <laughs> can you turn your high end down a little bit? You're hissing a bit. Take a quick break. Yeah, your souls was a little uh hissy. Souls
0: S- Are you trying to whistle? <laughs> so <laughs> David Souls So alright, so, <laughs> so, All right, so uh, David Soul. Still hissy. Eh, that's better. Alright, that's okay. James Mason, Lance Kerwin. I don't know. Now, tell me who all these people are, as you're saying. James it. Mason. Well, I know who James, is Mason, James Mason is. James Mason. Yeah. <laughs> James fucking James. Mason. <laughs> James
1: bringing it all to the table in Salem's yeah. Lot, Mason. Yeah. He, he, for what it's worth,
0: really, he brought it all to the table. Yeah. It was not bad to he watch. Is, he's got some ridiculous shit to deliver here. And, and he and commits. He, he commits 100%. Yeah. He's a He's a professional, if nothing else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knew his lines when he yeah. got to set. He seems like one of those guys that had maybe a difficult home life like <laughs> well how do you figure uh maybe not his home life but his wife probably had a difficult time with him <laughs> oh, oh okay all right yeah <laughs> he seems like one of those guys but when he's on when he's on film when when the guy the director yells action he's all there mm. you know mm. so dave soul he is he plays Ben Mears. He plays. He's the main. That's character. not even helpful. None <laughs> of it matters. <laughs> names
1: really. are for naught in this movie. There yeah. was like one name I grabbed onto, and then um, that kid died. Yeah, it was one of the brothers, or what? What were their names? It Was like the uh, Glicks, the Glick, the Glick boys, the, the
0: two Glick boys, yeah, Jiminy and I don't know the other one. Yeah. Um, also starring Bonnie, Bella, uh, Bed, Bed Bedelia. You wanna spell it? Nah. Okay. Um best known for her role as uh, as John McClane's wife, Holly McClane in Die Hard. Yes. Uh she got better. She did she get better. Since Salem's Lot. Yeah. I think I think Die Hard's in like eighty five or so. Mm. She she of, a, couple it's to, a lot of couple uh, years. It's a lot of time to enroll in some classes, work yeah. with coaches. <laughs> she saw that. People saw Salem's Lot and they were like do better. Yeah,
1: I like how I I'm like, all right. Tell me who these people are in the movie as we go. And you're like, she was uh, John McClane's <laughs> wife in a different movie. In a different yeah.
0: movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> Susan Norton. She was. I, I don't. Know, she was just in the movie. Yeah. Like. Oh wait, is she the one? Is she the love interest? She's okay. The, yeah, the guy's love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's? Um, I think she's not married. She got a boyfriend though. He's she's the one. She's the who, one I said looked
1: like. um what, oh God, the one time I can't think of her name the from airplane, yes, yeah, but with like kind of a big forehead, like Ken yeah. Griffey
0: junior gigantism on the Simpsons forehead, yeah, it's like there's a party in my mouth, and everyone's invited, <laughs> <laughs> um, also has Julie Cobb, who, ah, yes, she plays um Fred Willard's secretary, ooh, ooh. They had like a a little thing, and and Fred and, and ultimately got him uh,
1: moited by yeah. a va- by a vampire. All right, so the movie starts, does it? <laughs> it does. It honestly it doesn't stop starting for you two know and a half hours. The cruelest <laughs> thing about this movie is that I really liked like the title card. I thought it was a very like the the like the bright pink font oh, and that yeah, typeface. Yeah, okay. I thought was well, not typeface, but like that design. I thought was really cool mm-hmm. and. It kind of sets you up for one thing, which it just seems like it's going to be like a good, like, I don't know, that era horror movie. Right. It it gives you the impression that it's going to be good. It's very deceiving. And then the movie starts, (laughs) and it couldn't be more of like a TV movie from that
0: time. See, yeah, this, I knew this was going to be tough. Because T V movie like a miniseries in general, mm. that's it, it six hours, whatever, like it it's anywhere between like three to six hours. Yeah. And this was um before we fig we as a society
1: figured out entertainment in general. Right. That's really only happened in the last ten, fifteen years.
0: Um, and, uh, well, they had it they may have had a little bit of entertainment, but it took a while for everybody to get that memo. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Um, And especially just like in terms of making TV shows cinematic, which this needed to be to work. Right. Uh, It wasn't there yet. It no. feels like um, someone to write the screenplay. They just transcribed the entire text of Salem's Lot, the book, and just broke down all like the dialogue into like dialog they just reformatted the book basically yeah, yeah. It,
0: it really there there're definitely scenes in this where you can feel
1: the narration yeah yeah you like the narration might propel it but might not because that's how <laughs> Stephen King works he's like no promises that's that's sort of his approach to writing no guarantees here yeah um yeah it, it it slogs a lot so i i don't know we talked about this before we started recording is it even worth trying to go through it chronologically it, it's really
0: no i'm gonna say no because only because like I, I we should just hit like the major beats i think okay because otherwise it's a fu- it's it's three hours through yeah and, and
1: 250
0: of nothing
1: yeah like, everything in this movie happens in the last 10 minutes
0: yeah yeah like if they like i i really want to see that hour seven minute cut yeah. That probably... Fred Willard's probably not in it. Right. Which... The first hour of everything <laughs> that way, is that not like, in it.
1: It's like a Christopher Guest movie can be, where you show up and you don't know if any of your stuff's getting in. Right. That's some... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> guest on Guest. Ooh, our guest today is Guest. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. It, it's a working podcast. We'll shelf it for yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, all right. Whatever this guy, David Soul, Ben Mears, yeah, he's a writer. Like all Stephen King characters are, Stephen King always has like a surrogate writer, and it has it does not factor into the story
1: at all. Not really. No, it's not. Um, the the only time it comes up is that is when he's talking to um. Not the not the priest, but uh, the guy who takes in the one guy because he thinks he's sick, but he's turning into a vampire. Yeah, that guy who has a heart attack and dies. Right. Um, that guy is like confiding in our main character PJ Soul. <laughs> I forgot his first David. name. David Soul. Um, <laughs> our Soul of the Week this week <laughs> is David. <laughs> um. So David Soul, he's confiding in him, and David Soul's like, you can't tell the police because. Your story sounds crazy, and I can't tell the police because I'm a writer. I'm an outsider. Yeah. Now, this is 1979. <laughs> That's not the case. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, this is adapted from the work of a writer. The, right. This Who is being views made into himself a, as
0: an outsider. Yeah, though. but
1: it's being made into network television. <laughs> like it could not be more inside.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I don't know the his character. Ben Mears is, I I feel like, the whole time, he's kind of like, up until his friend is attacked, Mm -hmm. he's just sort of like, trying to get laid, and not really giving a shit. Yeah, man. What's going on? Mm. Like, yeah, some creepy shit's happening, but I don't give a fuck.
1: That's kind of everyone's relationship to the uh vampire epidemic
0: in this movie yeah up until it is an epidemic yeah the whole like i i feel like if i'm interested to see we were just talking about this before we hit record but uh joe joe check it out joseph gordon levitt's project
1: (laughs) on netflix streaming now don't Uh. check it out (laughs) I i need to go on record as saying i detest jgl Joseph Gordon Lightfoot
0: <laughs> as if um, th- that they remade it with Rob Lowe. Mm, the grinder. The, the, Rob the grinder <laughs> Lowe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which the grinder is a fantastic Yeah, show. I need to I
1: need to also go on record <laughs> as saying that as strongly as I feel against Joseph Gordon Levitt, I feel equally strongly in favor of the, the grinder. Yeah. Both Rob Lowe and the TV show. Uh, and the TV
0: show within the TV show. Because it's worth mentioning that... See, Grinder, <laughs> He just... He knows something's up. <laughs> at all times. Yeah.
1: He's the best. It's a great show. It's a great show. Check it out. Fox is on Fox and Hulu. That's
0: where I know it from. Yeah. Mm. It's on the Hulu network. Uh, so back to something we like way less. Well, yeah. I'm interested... I would be once we get to it but the salem's lot from 2004 with rob Lowe. yeah cuz i i feel like the the epidemic that happens in this movie is it's so small mhm like you you it get fits and pieces yeah. of like but it, until
1: like, the end of the movie where the entire town has been uh vacated
0: well, everyone has right. left or been turned into a vampire right but even then like you don't get um You don't get to see all the vampires.
1: No, you're right. There should be a moment where um, James Mason is like leading a horde of vampires down a street at night. Something. And the only hope in town is the grinder Rob Lowe. (laughs) At the
0: opposite end of the street. Right. A showdown. I I feel like this, this movie, this version of the movie could have been improved immensely by Rob Lowe's presence. Yeah. <laughs> if Rob There's Lowe, a guy who fucking shows up. Right. Yeah. I, like, this is in 79. I'm going to say Rob Lowe was probably in his mid to late teens at this time. Well, when what year does Outsiders, Outsiders come I out? I think Outsiders was like 83. Yeah. He was, I, he was a young 20s, early 20s then. So somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. He could have played the boy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Little, 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 little Mark baby camel looking motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. Instead? Yeah. Who's a super fucking creep, uh, by the way. He spends all of his time in his room painting he, figurines. He's, he's a teenage boy, mm-hmm. right? And he spends all of his time painting monsters uh, figurines and not masturbating. Oh wait. And also <laughs> practicing magic
1: tricks and encouraging his dad to tie his hands behind his back. Yeah. That's a great moment where yeah. he's, <laughs> when, uh, when he's, he's like, cuff me dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's like <laughs> kind of, um, uh, it's sort of a hostage situation where he's forcing his dad to watch him do, uh, rudimentary right there. I said it <laughs> very basic magic tricks. um, And it it culminates, like, the dad finally reaches his breaking point where he's like, all right, tie my hands in a knot behind my back. I can break out any knot. Uh, A piece of information that seems extraneous. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Until.
0: Until. Until until it becomes relevant. Right. Until later on in the movie when James Mason ties him him in a ridiculous (laughs) knot. Yeah. The kind of knot you don't. Ever use to tie somebody to a chair, unless you're some sort of uh, fetishist. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's sort of like um,
1: it seems like I'm sure in the book it explains that it's a sort of knot or series of knots where if he pulls on any one of them, it tightens the rest. Yeah, right, and that's how his knotting expertise comes in handy. That
0: sounds great. Thank you. I
1: don't know if Stephen King. He probably did. He loves like clever things like that. He does. Um, now, I can tell you that I had a pre-existing familiarity with Salem's Lot because there's Ooh. a character from Salem's Lot in the only Stephen King book I've read, The Dark Tower, which you need to have read most other Stephen King books to fully appreciate. <laughs> um, Father Callahan, I believe his name is. Am I getting that right? Uh, He'll be like way down there on the IMDb page because he's barely yeah. in this movie. Um, you are correct. Father Callahan, who should have, like, probably the coolest scene in the movie because he faces off against the chief Nosferatu vampire.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, before, yeah. Yeah. Before. So, All setup right. of the movie, writer moves to town and. Uh, James Mason also moves to town and and they like James Mason specifically
1: moves into the house the creepy house where someone grew up didn't like the writer grow up in that house or he knew the family that he's related to the people who used to live there (laughs) yeah
0: and he's like writing about that house yeah yeah the Marston house the Marston right yeah James Marston James Marston right um so and that's the setup and then he gets to like and then we get to meet like one by one all the characters the townsfolk the townsfolk yeah right and there's a whole storyline where fred willard is fucking his his secretary mm-hmm. and for this storyline means nothing it only exists in the context of to this movie.
1: kill off fred willard who uh plays no greater role in this movie other than to uh fuck right fred willard fucks, and then he <laughs> dies that's he all does, life is yeah. man you fuck and then you die
0: you fucking man. die yeah yeah so right so we get to meet all these characters, and then like, slowly we get to see some vampire action. But the main vampire we don't see until much later. Mm. James Mason's just walking around being a creep, mm-hmm. opening an antique shop. Ugh. That's that's some real king shit. Yeah. He loves antique shops, does he? Probably, probably. Oh right, he has Need like well, things. Yeah, yeah. He has that whole thing with it. Yeah, which that's a different episode, but mm. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> positive or negative i wonder (laughs) but so we get to meet all these characters and so you know like there's the uh the town grave digger and the town drunk and the sheriff and so on and so on those are just archetypes just archetypes (laughs) that's all right yeah and i don't we nothing happens for, like for the first hour and a half at least, yeah, the only there's minimal vampire action there um one little boy in the first hour, one little a boy, boy turns, dies, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one small child dies and is turned into a vampire, and he turns the grave digger, but that's a no, that's the second boy, oh, okay, the first boy just he was like him, the Glick brothers, right, yeah, the two Glicks and uh young Mark Hamill. Yeah. They're out in the woods and, you know, doing whatever boys are doing in the woods. And the little boy just sort of like gets separated or something, or he leaves or whatever. And like a second later he's caught and turned into a vampire. Yeah. Killed and vampired. Mm -hmm. Like that. Turn he's turned into a Dracula. (laughs) 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 And then he uh he visits his brother in a super creepy scene where he's like tapping on the window. Right. Which I he think... needs
1: to be let in. Right. Yeah.
0: But that is that was really cool. The him like floating and like sort of like being like... Yeah. Him floating outside the window is cool. It's when he starts moving
1: through the air that yeah. I am lost because it is slow and meandering yeah. and the like wa- the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the movie itself. Uh, the wire work needed some needed some help on yeah. that wire work yeah. <laughs> alright we again at 79 we haven't perfected entertainment yet we really haven't <laughs> there's a lot of like
1: recycling the same shot of, yes. it, in those scenes or it feels like it. anyway it felt like um, in Monty Python when Lancelot is storming the castle by himself <laughs> yes. and the guards just keep watching him come the same like 20 feet <laughs> yeah.
0: and then he's there It was exactly like that. Yeah. Very bad. Very bad. So, and then, so the little boy, like, bites his brother, and then eventually his brother is turned into a vampire also. Mm -hmm. And that's when the brother bites the gravedigger, right? So, people, one by one, people are turning into vampires, but nothing like, I don't know, there's no big scenes.
1: Yeah, they're the most minor characters that you don't get attached to. Like, you see so much more of Fred Willard fucking his secretary and Fred Willard gets killed but you never see him again as a vampire right like the amount if they'd spent even half the time that they spend on that (laughs) storyline on just like developing either of the Glick brothers right like or their just their relationship or even young Mark Hamill's relationship to them right we would have been better for having seen that but instead we just see fucking Fred Willard Poon dogging from sunup to sundown.
0: He's just a poon dog. He's a poon dog. Yeah. And his secretary is a very attractive woman. Yeah. And she's married to the, a, a big fat
1: oaf. Uh, <laughs> uh, just a shiny ham of a man in a tank top. Yeah, he yeah. is
0: a glazed ham. He is,
1: not to jump ahead too much, I think I said this to you. He is the guy in Silver Bullet. Who's watching wrestling? Yes. and says, "Oh, that hurts my parts." <laughs> the single Which is greatest, my favorite line in, in any movie. in any movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, <laughs> that's like a great thing to say at a funeral. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, this but... hurts. This hurts my parts. <laughs> any kind of heartache you're experiencing. Yeah, it, yeah,
0: this hurts my parts. <laughs>
1: It hurts my parts.
0: Uh, that's gonna be funny. That episode. I'm. This whole podcast
1: exists so that we can talk about Silver Bullet right. when the time we, comes. We, yeah, it. we might. We might end the podcast after Silver Bullet. <laughs> no, no, I want to talk about Dreamcatcher.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, that's a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's a real piece of shit, but a real high-concept piece high of shit. High-concept. Which big I... Big budget, too. Yeah. I love high-concept pieces of shit, because yeah. I love the ambition. It reminds me of me, where like I've, I have all these lofty goals, Yeah, and I fall way short. I find them very relatable films. Mm. Mm. Um
0: Alright, so one by one people are turning into vampires. Mm. And one by one by one, and that's it, people are turning into vampires. <laughs> that, yeah, three people. Three people turn into vampires. And but everybody like an hour and a half <laughs> this is this was a funny thing. An hour and a half into the movie, everybody in the town, if you're not a vampire, you're sort of feeling the effects of being like controlled by a vampire. They're in the thrall. Yeah. Everybody gets is very sleepy. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly how I felt watching the movie. Yeah, Like, oh, this is... I know they didn't do this on purpose. But if but, they had, it yeah. would be very clever. But it wasn't. It's a, in my
1: notes here. So do you remember the moment when it kind of <laughs> kicked up into, like, second gear, the highest gear that this movie kicks into? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have, uh, just real quick, the cast here is young Fred Willard, town drunk, <laughs> diehard's wife... Man weirdo, kid weirdo. Man weirdo being uh, PJ Souls? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Fred Willard's assistant, her slob husband. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty much... Wait, and the guy who's hiding behind the changing
0: screen. Which, I, I I mean, we must have seen him at some point. I think he may have been with the Gravedigger guy. Maybe. he must
1: have some connection to uh, Die Hard's wife. Well, right? he's like I think they were dating. or something. Oh, okay, is yeah, that what it is?
0: So right, so
1: there's the it's my
0: favorite scene in the movie. Right, I don't so, think it's wrong to talk about it now. Right? No, no. PJ Souls has been like he, he they weren't even dating or going on dates. Like they were just sort of like making hanging out, fuck eyes at each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. my, down by the lake, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. Where the fish live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that yeah (laughs) google it i guess or don't yeah uh but yeah they were they're they're just down by the lake um making fuck eyes but not fucking no 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 no. just making those eyes yeah um they're pretty there might be there might have been a conversation if i wasn't so sure that no footage got cut out of the version we saw yeah um i would say that maybe there's a deleted scene where they agree that someday they'll want to fuck each other
0: (laughs) Um, Maybe someday, but they don't. And but we could agree that there was probably some hand gibberish going on, right? Mm, Between like, the two of them, like sultry sign language. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yes, for sure. And there's a scene where uh, PJ David Soul <laughs> goes into I don't know where, but into a bedroom. It's his. Is it his, his house? Yeah.
0: He's well. It's not. He's renting a room. Okay. It's like that's a, right. In like a. Bed and breakfast, kind of sort yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah. So he goes into his room. Yeah. And for, <laughs> I counted for, I believe, the whole clip that I took is 17 seconds. So for, I don't know, what's that, 14, 15 seconds, he's just like emptying his pockets, like going through his shit and like settling in to just yeah, kind of relax for a jacket, minute. Whatever. Yeah. Jackets off. um, And then he walks toward the bed. <laughs> and the there's a changing screen, which seems to explode into a thousand pieces <laughs> as this giant man just stands there for, I don't know, two seconds and then just winds up, just taking all the time he needs. Like kind of does that thing where he spins his fist around like he's cocking <laughs> back and just unloads on PJ Soul. <laughs> and PJ Soul conveniently falls right onto the bed. Yeah, and he says something
0: like, stay away from my girl or something like that, right? Probably. I don't even, I don't yeah. know. But that, yeah, we rewinded it like five times yeah. to watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just clobbers him and moves I on. I took
1: a clip of it and I sent it to
0: you, everyone I know. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, but I don't know if we ever see that guy again.
1: No, we don't.
0: Right. <laughs> of course we don't. Yeah, that's the thing. With a mini series that's the problem with the whole fucking format if you don't have if it's not going to be entertaining like i don 't know that guy like pops in, pops out, hits the guy, then takes off again. like we don't know what happens to him he doesn 't need to be in it at all we i'm wondering if they probably honestly they could have
1: dedicated twenty minutes to explaining to what happened that guy, and I might not have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. there could be a monologue about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that guy could have delivered it. Um, yeah, he could have been like hanging from a
0: ledge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess it, yeah, we should say that we it's, did. We watched this, uh, over we finished it over two weeks ago. Yeah, it has to be. It probably took less time to shoot than it did for us to watch right. it. And yeah, it. I watched it in at least four sittings because yeah, over four over the course of four sittings because it was brutal to watch. And you can attest to the fact that if I watch
1: a movie and if it's even only kind of good, yeah, I'll devote the next few days to it. Like yeah. I get, I get, it just keeps like turning over my head. This movie washed
0: over me. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was like it was hard to get anything to stick. I, That's why I wanted to record this now, so I can just like stop thinking about this movie. Because yeah. like bits and pieces of this movie are falling away in my brain. Yeah. And if I if we don't do it now, I'm, I I'm not gonna remember it, and I don't want to rewatch it. <laughs> well, I don't want to remember it either. I don't want it going into my long term
1: memory no, no, no. bank. I want it. I want to do this. Record it and out. Done. Gone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I want to put out. this behind me for the listener at home who might not have seen this movie. Uh, the experience of watching it is basically like if there was a blimp flying over you that said Salem's lot on the side of it and you looked up at it the whole time. Like for <laughs> as long as your eyes could see it in the sky. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would take it would take forever and you'd get nothing out of it except yeah. you'd still know the name of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! So all right, <clears throat> the whole the format of miniseries is flawed, mm. and uh, this really shows. Um, in my notes here, I have oh, st- you took notes. I did well, just mostly thoughts, not not specific like things mm. I have here. Stephen King has never had sex. That is true because he said it. He's said as much in interviews. Yeah, uh, all of his like. Sex scenes are the
1: weirdest. It's the sex scenes and the way, honestly, like, this is a weird complaint to have. Uh, <laughs> is that, like, if people objectify women, they use, they use like, weird terminology, I feel like, in Stephen King yeah. stuff. Like, not yabos. I'm on board with yabos. There's <laughs> but like, yabos is definitely something he would say. Well, yabos is from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> That's what I'm remembering now. That's where that came from in my mind. Um, yeah, there is in the back losing her mind because we said Yabos, and she agrees that it's a- about my favorite movie, Hocus Pocus?
0: Hocus
1: Pocus. She's like, Oh, I would wear that costume, but I don't have what do
0: you call them, Max? Yabos,
1: yeah. And she's like, Yeah, Max loves your Yabos. Um, uh <laughs> huh, I'm trying to think of a name for a Hocus Pocus. Hocus Podcast. <laughs> this has been
0: Hocus Podcast. Oh, be great. <laughs> Just rewatch Hocus Pocus every day. Ah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like um like a wacky uh sentence that a judge would give you. <laughs> It's like, I don't think a traditional punishment is going to do you much good, Mr. Let,
0: Gagliardi. Let the punishment fit the crime. <laughs>
1: the crime of shoplifting a lifetime's worth. I I forgot the accent. I tried to get back in there. A lifetime's worth of Hocus Pocus DVD and Blu-ray.
0: Uh.
1: It's uh, like it's it, like when I your like parents judge. catch you smoking, and they make you smoke the whole pack at once. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. The jury rests. <laughs> the jury rests. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the police come and arrest the fake judge. <laughs> um. I don't bet you never had done seen a judge in rainbow robes before, <laughs> or wearing a fake arrow headband on his head. <laughs>
0: Oh, where's this guy from? Um, Yeah.
1: A bit. A bit. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he spent from, some time there. Yeah, he's from like uh the Bayou, but also um Savannah. Uh he's you know where he's from? He's from the pre-chorus of "Rollin' on the River by Cretans Clearwater. Oh, revival. okay. Oh yeah. Big yeah. wheels keep on toinin'. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Okay. That's him. That's oh, where he's from. That's where
0: he's, he's from. He's from the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: He's a river person. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, <laughs> he lives at the bottom of a river. Yeah, I feel like we should bleep "river person" because it's probably a slur for something. <laughs> Feels like any noun and then person.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a safe bet. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but Stephen King does not know how to. He's never had sex before. Mm-hmm. It's clear from his writing and from all the movies that it's always like, like, when in the in Christine when. Uh, uh when what, everyone takes turns fucking the car. No. <laughs> oh not, not Christine, uh Carrie. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Um when John Travolta is getting that blowjob from uh Yeah, the but girl. I think that
1: has as much to do with the fact that John Travolta is a closet homosexual <laughs> as anything else. <laughs> Are we not supposed to say that because of Scientology?
0: Uh I don't
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably not supposed to say it. Yeah. Oh no, I'll never work in this town again.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My, oh, my is that favorite party line town? from party yeah. down? <laughs> you'll
0: you fuck, you'll never work in this town again. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the best. So yeah. But I know what you're saying. Um like John Travolta's face is just like the most like whoa. Yeah, it's it's and she's um, like, Oh, I forget what his name is. Like, oh, Brad, Billy, Brad, right? Billy, isn't it Billy? Billy, and she's like just saying Billy the entire time. The entire win- time she's got his supposed in to the have mouth, a yeah. dick in the mouth. <laughs> she could at least be saying it
1: like Winston Churchill cigar in the mouth kind of. Right. Yeah, see. Yeah, you know Winston, <laughs> yeah, Winston Churchill. Churchill. Yeah, see, we're gonna win <laughs> World War Two.
0: See, and we're gonna build a universal
1: healthcare system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Churchill.
0: Yeah. You know. The uh the infamous gangster. West Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fair enough. Yeah. I was trying to <laughs> think started of who a mob a cig- war with Capone. <laughs> he was
1: the first guy I could think of with a cigar. <laughs> oh boy. Instead of I could have just said a gangster and everyone would have assumed that they were smoking a cigar. Um they always keep Draculas
0: in crates. Mm. Always, always. Whenever you're, when a Dracula
1: whenever, first arrives, yeah.
0: it's coming in a wooden crate. Yeah, you you want to ship your Draculas in a <laughs> wooden
1: crate? <laughs> Trust me, it's going to cost yeah. you a little extra because of the weight of the shipping materials, but, but it is worth, worth it. it. Yes, in the long run, uh. you're gonna ha- you're gonna have. Oh, and there's always like hay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's Stuff it's never—it's like,
0: never packing peanuts or like <laughs> bubble wrap. It's always just hay. It's—it's not—it's weird. It's not even like hay. It's like curly, like like tumbleweed. You, you know, I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, um, where do you get your hands the on room, Like, if the room were over
1: 75 degrees, it would burst into flames
0: because yeah. that's how dry oh yeah. and just yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's very dangerous. <laughs> Dracula's come in the same shipping containers as the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. Yeah hmm right leg lamps and draculas
0: <laughs> welcome to leg lamps and draculas <laughs> i'm leg lamp and he's draculas just i i just picture a shipping company with with draculas and and leg lamps in their warehouse <laughs> and they're like well we gotta ship this one out to boise ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been a mix-up they wanted a leg lamp <laughs> well uh, then i punched in the face obviously which is that? Uh, that was probably the most exciting thing that had happened. In that the punch first in the face two hours. That is.
1: It feels like it's there to let you know that the movie's about to pick up. Right. It's like
0: all right, we're gonna do it. Yeah. So, and then so the first two hours of this fucking movie drag ass. Mm-hmm. You are you get to see like what's the grave digger's life like? <laughs> what is what are the Glick boys up to? All this shit. But like also just the, enough to not know anything. Yeah. Also about them. Even like it's worth noting that the vampirism am
1: I pronouncing that right? Sure. Alright. Is boring in and of itself. Like the process of becoming a vampire is basically you just get the flu for a day. Yeah. Right? Like every the no one suspects that anything is truly amiss. Um everyone everyone who gets bitten the next day is just like sleep like you said, sleepy. And just kinda sick. Everyone yeah, thinks they're, they're getting flu-ish. sick. Yeah. They call in like a doctor
0: every time someone's every time. about to be a vampire. Yeah. Doctor's like, I think it's gonna turn I into think a dragon. a Dracula. Dracula, yeah. It was a dragula. <laughs> <laughs> so but okay. And then so drags us for the first two hours. And then and then the last hour, it just like rushes. Not it doesn't rush, but it, it like all the action is in the last hour. Yeah. Where everything is happening. The the coolest thing in the not I shouldn't
1: say coolest I guess right nothing in this movie is particularly fucking cool um but like the big what feels like it should be the big scene Mm. um where Father Callahan has to go toe-to-toe with the head
0: Nosferatu right which is like that's the first time that we see the Dracula yeah right and And it's in young Mark Hamill's house mm -hmm and they're having like dinner or and the priest is there at the table and all of a sudden the house starts shaking like mm-hmm. there's an earthquake and everything is moving around and whatever and out of nowhere pops up this dracula and James Mason And James Mason Who up yeah. to
1: this point you had no reason to think wasn't a dracula?
0: Yeah, I don't is I didn't know if the point was like for you to think that James Mason was the vampire but he's walking around during the daytime. So yeah. no. Yeah. So you just think he's, like, like they keep building him up as, like, a weird kind of guy, but with nothing else. There's no suggestion beyond the fact that he moved
1: into, like, the Marston house that he's a bad man. Right. The James Marston house. Yeah, the James <laughs> Marston um, house. That's on me for not saying that. Right. Uh, So, yeah, you get to that scene, and immediately young Mark Hamill's mom gets her, like, Oh, doesn't he bonk their heads together yeah. to he, death?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he he, Knows he Stooges their heads yeah. together.
1: <laughs> he curly and mows them. Yeah. Or Larry and curlies them.
0: Yeah. Mo's the mean one. Yeah. Moes the meanest one. Mo, Most <laughs> Yeah. He takes the mom and the dad by their heads and clunks them together. And,
1: and then they're dead. And, yeah. And yeah. they
0: die. Yep. There's no blood or anything. But, um, and then like. Father Callahan whips out his cross, his cross shaped dick. <laughs> cool, It's weird. Isn't and, that a Nirvana song? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the vampire is like, uh, what? You know, doesn't like it. But James Mason is like, uh, and then oh, I'm sorry. The vampire grabs the boy and he's gonna kill the kid. Yeah, yeah. And James Mason's like, if you want to save this boy's life, you gotta put down that cross and you gotta die. Yeah. Well, it's what is it? It's like it's your faith against. Yeah His
1: But not his faith What I forget the line But it's like If you're so strong Put the cross down And let your faith save you Right Which is kind of cool Yeah It could be cool in a better movie In a better movie In a better if movie was, Yeah um, It's like It's a cool conundrum And in the book uh, Father Callahan is made To drink the vampire's blood That's cool That is cool no. That's that clever shit Stephen King likes Right um, we don't get any of that here. We don't. No,
0: you don't see what happens to Father Callahan, do you? Or like, no, he just. It, I feel like it ends with like one of those where the a the, star wipe. Well, <laughs> like he just like sort of like lifts his cloak up over Callahan, and then we just cut away and done. Yeah, and yeah. then we never see him again. Yeah, he's not a vampire. He's not dead. Like we never see him again. The,
1: yeah, I don't
0: know exactly what happens in Salem's
1: Lot, the book. But I can say that, like, Father Callahan being made to drink the vampire's blood is, like, part of the reason he ends up in, like, the Dark Tower universe. Yeah. So there's, like, some cool trans-dimensional shit happening. hmm Maybe hang with Father Callahan for another few minutes. Well, or, like, yeah, like, I don't know, use some, like, primitive 70s special effects to, like, make him fade
0: out of existence. Yeah. Something. something. Give me something. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts down the cross. Let's the boy go. The boy's like, my parents, I think they're dead. And that was, like, the, one of the most surprising things. Like, wait, he just bonked their heads yeah, together. Yeah. And then he was like, no, they're dead. <laughs> okay. And then, the, so, in Father Callahan's, like, get out of here. And that's... And then the vampire overtakes him, and that's the end. For some reason. For some it reason. It doesn't then get the boy and PJ. Uh, no. PJ. Right. It- so... Like, I'm trying to. So the, the the boy is like he's on his own now. He's not with PJ Souls. He's just uh, he. But he was gonna, he's going to take matters into his own hands. Like he he stocks up on like crosses and vampire tools, mm-hmm. and he's gonna he's gonna you know get into that house and kill the guy. And that's where like the final act takes place is in that James Marsden house. Yeah. Which is like rotted out and shitty and bad. Yeah, the inside of the house is filled with taxidermied animals. And oh, right, because they havelers
1: because have, they attempt that weird like Kubrick thing yeah, where right. they cut yeah. they keep cutting back and forth between like uh, different taxidermied animal heads to imply action. Right, but unlike when they do that in uh, Clockwork Orange. There's no
0: action that it's representing. Right. It, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. If only Stanley Kubrick could make a, a Stephen, Stephen King, King movie. movie. I've been saying this since we started the podcast. Yeah. Maybe someday. Mm. So in the house, uh, the boy goes into the house and then Die Hard's wife, she sees this and she goes into the house after him like because she knows what's going on, too. She's, with, she's been hanging out with PJ Souls a lot and everybody's up on this whole vampire thing. Everybody's like, yes, town's, this town is lousy with Draculas. Mm. <laughs> we got to do something about it. So uh, she goes into the house after him and you know, through like, you know, walking around and stuff. Uh, he, the kid gets knocked out and she gets taken and we don't see her again. Until the very, very end. Yeah. And then uh, PJ Souls and his old man friend, who I watched the whole movie and I'm still not 100% on who he is. PJ Souls' old man friend. Yeah. He,
1: He, I don't know, why can't I even remember... <laughs> yeah. In my memory of it now, it's like he's turning oh, well, to talk to a blank space. Like I can't <laughs> remember what the guy looks like.
0: Even that's how that's how much of this movie didn't stick. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like a main character. It makes like, it to the final scene, and but the way I'm like, not uh, the way I'm not remembering is
1: like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Where right. like the setting's there, but some of the characters are missing.
0: <laughs> oh, before uh, before PJ Souls gets to the house, though, he does see the sheriff who is packed up. Oh right. We get that great scene.
1: That was Oh, and his That might be the best scene in the that, whole movie. <laughs> that made me That made me laugh yeah. so very much. Um he's yelling at the sheriff about cuz he's leaving town. He's abandoning his yeah, post. Yeah. Right. He's, he's just abdicating. like I'm out of here. Yeah. Fuck this town. Uh, his car is loaded with possessions. <laughs> um and the the only non-possession in the car is his wife. Right. Who looks miserable.
0: Yeah, she's in the
1: back seat. I think Right? That's her. She's in is she in the back seat or the passenger seat? I don't know. Where does he hand the the fan, <laughs> fan? Off? the small oscillating fan? That couldn't push yeah, the, ha- the slightest breeze. Like yeah. So his many.
0: car is packed, right? It's like a station wagon, so the whole back of it is packed. He's yeah, got it's shit not- on the roof. Let's it's be like- clear,
1: it's not like half packed. No. We don't catch him in the middle of packing. He is a he's about to leave. Yeah, and it's the done. O- only thing he hasn't packed yet is like a
0: desk fan. Yeah. An oscillating <laughs> desk fan. <And> it- <laughs> Which he angrily shoves at his wife before driving <laughs> off. Right. Oh. Which was, oh, my God, that was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> there, there's, there's a bunch of vampires in this town, right? Well, we're getting out of here, but not without this fan. <laughs> it's like the jerk. <laughs> wherever, we wherever, yeah. <laughs> Picking out a desk fan for you. Yeah. Um, And then the sheriff hands uh, PJ Soles a gun, and his gun. And he's like, here, take You're this. the sheriff now. Yeah. Deputizes him. And, uh, and takes off. He's out of there. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Boy is knocked out. The girl, uh, Die Hard's wife, is taken. And PJ Solson and his old man friend go to the house. Whose name is Old Man Friend. Old Man Friend. Yeah. And while, while they're in there, the Boy wakes up, and he comes downstairs and sees them. And then the old man goes upstairs, and he's looking around. And James Mason comes out of nowhere and, like lifts this guy up yeah he's suddenly super strong yeah out of fucking nowhere despite not being a vampire he right he is definitely not a vampire at this point we know that for a fact he's not a vampire he takes midday strolls right pj souls right he takes midday souls (laughs) Uh,
1: welcome to midday strolls and pj souls i'm midday strolls (laughs) And I'm also P.J. Souls. <laughs> so, yeah, James Mason comes he, out of nowhere with Mason strength. Right. The strength of ten Masons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Lifts up the old well, man. Well, that's,
1: I mean, James Mason is like the plural of James Mason. <laughs> right. Like Like uh, notaries public. <laughs> right. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lifts this old man up and like runs down the hallway with him. And it's not like he picks him up in like a bear hug. It's like the way you would hold like a baby out. Yeah. A baby yeah. that has soiled itself. Yeah, like if you were a Lion King and you were just born and like that's how James Mason is holding this man <laughs> <laughs> running down the hallway. And the whole the end of the hallway, the wall, is just filled spikes. with antlers. Oh, it's is that what spikes? it is? No. <laughs> it's not it's funny. I couldn't even tell. They were just sharpened uh antlers mm. of various animals. But like 20 30 antler sets yeah. and just and he just shoves them onto this thing and he just kills them. Mm-hmm. And this and happens that's the end of Old Man Friend. <laughs> yeah. We just named him. Yeah. <laughs> we hardly <laughs> named we <are>. D. <laughs> <clears throat> so and okay, so PJ Souls and Young Hamill don't know that this happened because it, it was quiet. Man, I hope anyone listening to this doesn't want to know then know what's going on. <laughs> <'Cause>, like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so well, yeah. this is how it's going to be. PJ Souls and Mark Hamill, two <laughs> actors, not in this movie. <laughs> They're the only names. Those two and Fred Willard. And like, if you haven't seen the movie, you probably think we're lying about that too.
0: <laughs> but that he, sounds. He's like, real. He is actually in the movie. Yeah. Um, no. So yeah, David P- Soul and Lance Kerwin. We can't start calling. <laughs> I, I him, refuse. <laughs> we can't start calling him Young Kerwin, can't we? No, that sounds good. So Young Hamill and PJ Soul. <laughs> yeah. they they like hear a a kerfuffle go on upstairs, and they look and James Mason standing up there like a like a real proud son of a bitch, mm. top of the stairs, and uh, PJ Soul takes it, huh? out the gun and just starts unloading in. James Mason, who is not dying. He's just taking the bullets. Right. And he's walking down these stairs, and he's like, you're next, basically, and just keeps getting shot. And then he rips like a post off
1: the uh, side railing of the stairs.
0: Yeah. And it, it's so strange, because he, like, he gets shot like six times. It, it, it's as if he's on like PCP or something, <laughs> and he can't be stopped. Yeah. But he is still mortal. Mm-hmm. Like, these bullets are going to kill him. But he just doesn't know. It. Like he's ignoring it until he gets to the bottom of the stairs or something. Yeah. There. Oh, she's just. She's watching. What did she watch? What are you watching? I'm watching Billy
1: on the Street clips. Oh. Okay. Uh, this has been Billy on the Street Corner. <laughs> So, um, I lost my thought. Uh, James Mason, PCP. PCP Mason. (laughs) That just sounds like I was writing a verse if we didn't start the fire. (laughs) James
0: Mason, PCP. What else do I have to say? um, But then he does die. Yeah. Gets to the bottom of the stairs, and he's like, those bullets, they took.
1: His fatal mistake was getting to the bottom of the stairs. He was fine until he got to the
0: bottom. Yeah. So then... These two clowns, they go looking for the vampire, the head Dracula, mm. and um, they eventually do find him in, like, a locked crawl space.
1: He's sleeping in a coffin. Yeah. He's just
0: sleeping. As they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And they and he, it, it, the climax of this movie is almost nothing. No. I stand by, I think the climax of
1: the movie is the kitchen scene, because it's the only scene where anything truly happens. Right. And it's the only point where you're like, oh, these bad guys cannot be beaten. Of course, James Mason can like kind of like not that because you don't know James Mason is super strong before he does it. <laughs> right. Because but like James Mason versus like an older towny man, like yeah. if, I, I could conceivably see him maybe after a struggle impaling him. Right. But uh, and then like, you know. PJ Souls has a gun. James Mason has a table leg. It's like a, a, a baby <laughs> right. grand leg. And of course the guy with the gun is going to win. So like and then when they find the head Dracula again, asleep in a coffin, all that he does is he just stabs him. Right. He stands over him and then the Dracula in his death throes puts up like the tiniest struggle. Right. And then it's over. Right. He turns to a skeleton. <laughs> Which yeah too scary
0: for me too scary way too scary um he and while while he's killing that dracula we do see like two guys that were turned into vampires in the crawl space cool shot right i stand by that part being cool like the boy is like leaning up against the wall and the crawl space is like next to him so Mm -hmm. he's he can't see in it he's looking the other way yeah and like you could see into the crawl space and the two guys... the They're like guys, lesser so like, vampires, so yeah. they're just
1: kind of like crawling. That was cool. That was a great shot. Yeah. That's where In a better movie. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> hey Toby, thank you. <laughs> Toby. Welcome to thank you, Toby.
0: Um I'm thank you. So then then he just kills the vampire. Yeah. No and, problem. No problem. No. <laughs> i'm sorry and then uh then the movie picks up like what like five years later right is it it's something... like it it's a it's several years later i don't know exactly how many yeah. it's a few years later, mm. and they're in like the southwest or like mexico they're or in, something I think they're in like central america they're in like
1: el salvador or are something. they really okay it's something like i feel like it's something like that, yeah, but they're in this like Kind of mission style, right? Church or something. They're filling up on their holy, holy water. water. that's right. Right. And Which, and th-
0: it's also the shot from the beginning of the movie for no reason. Right. It's like it's a. I don't know why they did that with the beginning of the movie. Why they had to put that at the? I don't yeah. know why. It well, makes what no it does, sense. What it does is it tells you that these guys
1: are gonna get away. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's all, and it's garbage. It's terrible. So for no real reason, the holy water starts glowing. Right. Well, the reason is
0: that they found them. That's the vampires found them. Yes, that's what that means. Okay. So they have to keep moving. Okay. Right. Um. And what we, what we see is PJ Souls goes back to his room, and who's laying in his bed? Oh, it's Julie. Die Hard's wife. Yeah. It's gigantism, Julie Haggerty. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I Julie Haggerty. There yeah. it is. Um, she's like, hi, PJ. <laughs> yeah. She's laying on the bed with her eyes closed, and she's just like... Pregnant. She's got a big pregnant
1: belly. Does she? Doesn't she? No. I think she did. I think she had a big pregnant belly. No. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Why not? <laughs> All right. I ask you, why not? Why wouldn't that happen in the series of events yeah, that uh, don't plot matter? Plot point yeah. added.
0: Why not? In the last scene. Yeah, throw a bump on it. <laughs> throw a bump. Uh, And she's just like... You know, we could. I, I just wanted to be with you, and I love you so much, and blah, 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 and whatever. And he's like, he's into it. And then she opens her eyes, and she's a Dracula. Uh-oh. So what can you do if your girl's a Dracula? You've got to kill
1: her. If your girl's a Dracula... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the beginning of a bit? Yeah. Fellas... Yo, has your girlfriend
1: ever been a Dracula? And these women, they're just talking about, I love you and I want to be with you. And then they open their eyes and they're a damn Dracula.
0: <laughs> Fellas,
1: <laughs> and you women, you females need to understand that if you open your eyes and you're a Dracula, I am going to stab you in the chest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's, that, and that's what happens. and that's what happens with less and, showmanship than we've just displayed, right? And that, but that's and then that's the end of the fucking movie. Yeah,
1: and that that's it. You don't even get like the. There's no conversation about like now what do we do? We right. keep going. No, none of that. No, just like cut to black. Cool title card again. Yeah, great title card.
0: But, but like. Three hours, three hours later, you get holy shit, you get
1: the best thing about the movie again
0: yeah, that's why this hour and hour and seven that sounds so tight for this movie, and
1: I'm sure it still wouldn't be good no but
0: at least there'd be it 's still this movie it wouldn't meander <laughs> yeah <clears throat> unless they were using alternate takes and alternate <laughs> shots and like, alternate actors, Yeah. Just... <laughs> but uh it i I, I dream. Of an hour seven version of this movie. <laughs> That's last night. I had a dream. It lasted one hour and seven <laughs> minutes.
1: Yeah. Um. <coughs> I guess what clothing closing clothing thoughts clothing closing thoughts. thoughts. Um. Would you, would oh, you?
0: my my la- the last note that I took down here is I can't wait for the fun Stephen King movies. Yeah,
1: Coke King. Coke I want. I want that good '80s cocaine yeah. king.
0: Yeah, that's the '80s was prime time it's, for this fucking. It is the perfect. Lunatic.
1: It is the perfect era to make movies based off of the works of a guy who doesn't know when enough is enough. Yeah, it's oh, oh just yeah, sweet. Put
0: your vision on the screen. Yeah, why not? So that's Salem's Lot, I guess, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I wouldn't watch it again um, I wouldn't watch it for the first time There's There's a sequel Salem's Lot 2 Return to Salem's Lot Return number 2 right. Salem's Lot Yeah yeah. Um, So we're going to have to watch that When? It's way down the line What's next? It's The Shining Are you serious? Uh, I think I am <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> the, the look of relief on your face Oh my god <laughs>
1: It's not like the mini series oh, shining. Oh, thank god. It's, oh, thank god. Oh, please, please it, be
0: true. Yeah, uh, uh hang on, let's see. Runners. I am DB. It's, it's the
1: shining. It's the goddamned shining. Yeah. Should we uh should we also have to watch uh room 287? Is that what that's called? Oh, because we're watching The Shining? Yeah. We shouldn't have to? No, should we have to watch <laughs> both and fold it into our conversation? Both what? Oh, wait. No, what's that documentary about The Shining? Oh, oh. Isn't that Room 287? Is yes. That the number? Yeah, Yes, yes, yes. It's a good... You've seen that? I it's, have seen it's that. It's like a conspiracy theory documentary, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy any of it.
0: No, but it's... But isn't it's it, fun. Yeah.
1: Isn't it pretty to think yeah. that any of that could be true?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, after, but I, you know... And maybe a little bit. After watching 2001, you're like, maybe he'll he He do does it. seem like a mad genius. Yeah, yeah, he he might be able to pull off a moon landing. Yeah.
1: The the um I guess we should save this, right? What? For for the next episode, the, all this talk.
0: All the all the shining talk? This, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just want like he said, I want this episode mm. gone. Is Monkey Shines a Stephen King thing? Mm, Monkey Shines. Cause he, t- cause like the idea of shining comes up in other stuff of his, I think. I don't think Monkey Shines is his. Okay, that's all right. Um, oh. we already have one. How did this get made overlap? See, um, oh
0: my god, I'm dreading so much of this. Look, the movies, the mo, like the just regular theatrical films, I'm fine with. Yeah, you know, there's an under end two inside. hours. You know, and like especially during the '80s. They had to, like, put crazy shit in those movies to make them interesting. Yeah. You know, you had to make it stand out as a movie. Like, for
1: example, Silver Bullet, the crazy thing in that is Gary Busey.
0: <laughs> right. And how much that guy's parts hurt. Uh. <laughs> um. So, but, like, the, the there is a bit of a... Sh- yeah, there's some sloggy fucking movies.
1: What's our next series? Hmm. It
0: doesn't happen for a bit. That's good. I think we're... I
1: think we're gonna get to watch all the good ones first. Yes. Is how it seems. Like, Carrie Shining... Because, like, all the good Stephen King movies haven't been made yet.
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So we're in pretty good shape. So, it... The Shining is next. And then... We're gonna have to talk about this, but Creepshow... Okay. ...is responsible for the screenplay. Okay. Interesting. Um, yes. And then... Uh, Cujo, Dead Zone, Christine, and like Cujo, Christine, and Dead Zone all came out in the same year. Jesus Christ, yeah, that was a big year for him, yeah.
1: And they're not like you know, they're not great, but like they're classic Stephen King movies, yeah. They're pretty, pretty memorable. And as a dog lover, I'm looking forward to Cujo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
0: (laughs) Why, what happens? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, he's a big Saint Bernard, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a
1: big Beethoven, right? Yeah. <laughs> Beethoven's and Dracula's, baby. That's all I see. <laughs> so, um, so next we'll do The
0: Shining. Next is The Shining. Maybe we want a guest for that. Uh, do we uh, want a guest? Should we bring in guests for all of them? We'll have to talk about that. So, maybe. All right. That's a hard maybe. Um, the next one is the golden years. I got to see if I could get a copy of that. That was a tough one to find. I don't know that. Yeah. It's. Huh. <laughs> I think it's like 10, 10 episodes. I don't know. It's long. It's a long one. What's it about? Eleven, Maybe 13 episodes. You know what? Don't tell me. I, I wanna, don't want to know. I
1: want to be surprised.
0: Yeah. The mini, the, the, TV movies I could deal with The miniseries are just like oof Brutal It's asking a lot The Stand That's another miniseries But
1: at least The Stand is like
0: I'll be uh, That's arguably That one I've never seen
1: I've never seen it either uh, But that's People kind of agree That's the best Stephen King Like Book Book Yeah Yeah um, and it's a sprawling epic, and, and, then, and that has ties into the Dark Tower that I can't speak to really. Yeah, because I I'm not really there yet. I don't think in the Dark Tower. And then there's the Shining, miniseries, which I I don't know. I feel not totally pessimistic about. Okay, I'm hopeful. Have you seen it? Yeah. Is it bad? Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> How do you feel about it'll that be, Jack Nicholson uh, <laughs> Shining? Classic? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's I love it a lot. Why? Uh, yeah. Oh, let's, next year. Let's can... take this great one <laughs> and remake it. Do it again. It. Yeah. But make with... it... <laughs> into a TV miniseries with a lower budget? <laughs>
1: hmm. Mm. At this
0: point in history, this is in the
1: boardroom as they're about to make it. At this point in history, are TV miniseries
0: good? <laughs> Who can we cast as the. Uh... The the main uh, <laughs> isn't his name Jack Torrance. Yeah, it is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they name they call him John Torrance. Why a real Jack John thing? That's stupid. Yeah, and Winifred instead of yeah, wait isn't her name something else in the shiny? It can't be
1: Winifred. It, that's no one's name is Winifred. Yeah, that's not a real name.
0: Hang on, what's Shelley? Wendy,
1: yeah, yeah. Wendy is so reined in. I buy Wendy. <laughs> so
0: rain- Winifred, that that's that's Stephen King's original name from the book. Winifred, it, yeah, it's you think be. so? It has to. I be. don't know.
1: He's not bad with names. Always, I like. Sometimes he comes up with some good names, Man. or at least like appropriate to the character, like um, in in. Dark Tower. Melvin, The Melvin. wise guy is Eddie Dean. That's a great name for a wise guy. Yeah. A, a heroine-loving wise guy. But yeah, that one is... Uh, <laughs> <for> the- <laughs> Granted, I'll give you... Uh, Scatman Crothers is a dumb name for a character in a Stephen King movie. <laughs> um,
0: the movie... Uh, the Jack Torrance character, played originally by Jack Nicholson... Mm-hmm. Replaced by Steven Weber. Who who is Steven Weber? Steven Weber is he's he's a party down guy. He's, yeah? he's that guy. Oh oh fake um fake what's his name? I don't know.
1: Fake Lumberg. Oh yeah, fake Lumberg. He I th- I think of him as fake Lumberg. Sure. But uh so we have that to look forward to. Yeah. But Shining, good shining, good shining. Maybe I'll watch it twice. And uh, it's gonna be hard to like make light of that movie because <laughs> it's yeah, no, so it's, good. It's just gonna be a love fest. <sighs> good love. I'll make fun of uh, what's her name, old scary face. Yeah, uh, and we'll save it for the Shining episode though, because mm. I have. That's like the weakest, uh, weakest kind of like hook to get people to listen to it is me being like, I'm going to make fun of the way a lady looks. <laughs> I,
0: um, I saw that movie at a very young age, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Is that why, uh, I'm scared of everything except for getting blowjobs from furries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my furry fetish yeah. comes from.
1: Oh, ah, cool. Yeah. What's your persona, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Find out what Rob's persona is <laughs> in the shining episode of Ging Me. Ging Me Ging Me, King me.